Matadors pregame sitting down with head coach Dave Serrano ahead of the doubleheader against the University of Pacific. There are a couple of specific things I want to talk about yes, from yesterday, and obviously great that you guys got the win, but there were two things that you mentioned that I, I really observed when I was up in the booth. First, I mentioned it already to you before we turned the mic on, Blaine Traxel. Yeah, Blaine was good. I mean, he, he gave us what what we want to set the tone with on, on, on a Friday. Um, I thought he did a good job. Obviously, we struggled early on offensively. Their pitcher was matching him pitch for pitch. He was matching him pitch for pitch and made some big pitches. They're, they're a very aggressive offense, which which kind of feeds perfectly into what Blaine does because he's a trickster and he keeps guys off balance. But uh, he set the tone for us, and, and, and I was happy the way he pitched and competed. And But you can't talk about Blaine without talking about the defense. No. And, the defense complimented him tremendously. I mean, we made some really, really special plays on the infield, and uh, that, I think that's what led to, to the victory, is that the defense set the momentum to carry the momentum into the offense yesterday. You singled out Brandon Boning after the game, and you were right. I mean, he made a couple great plays. But to me, the most important thing is, and there are other teams, and I won't you know, go into detail who they are, but you know who they are, bring in a freshman shortstop. You have a senior who's you know great defensive player already to move him to third base third base would have been a whole thing but you slid alley and he's fantastic obviously he's shown it already to move brandon to third and to have him accept that move and then play as well that that attributes kind of the program and the culture you've set here well i i don't want him to ever accept it to be honest with you just like i had to make the same tough decision early on with blaine and, and blake the solderston you know and I don't want guys to ever accept it, mm-hmm. but just excel in the role that they're in. And yeah, I, I tip my cap to, to Brandon. He, he um, I don't, I, I'm, I'll never say he lost the shortstop position. He's, uh, he's just playing another position on the field. But for me, his maturity yesterday was after the inning that we had bases loaded in the third inning, he strikes out. Um, a lot of guys go to the field and they take that at bat with him. It wasn't a it wasn't a spectacular play, but it was a good play. The first ball was hit to him, and he makes a good play. and And I said that I, I made a point of that. That for me, that was the play of the game for me because if he kicks that ball because he's got his head in his last at bat, mm-hmm. now they got we open the door with the leadoff guy, and the next play, if you remember, was Ollie going deep into the hole at short, yep. which Ollie's probably in a different position because if there's a run on first, yep. it's a double play position. He may not get to the ball. So that, to me, turned the whole game around for us and carried momentum for us to, to put a three spot on the board. When we talked last year, I know you know you, you told me about the older guy. You said, hey, I showed up, and these guys weren't guys I recruited. They did everything I said. I know you're loyal to those guys, and you still are up until this day. But you're young guys. We mentioned about we mentioned Ali already. Drew Porter, he's a guy who kind of flew under the radar, and this kid looks like a player coach. He is, and, and I'll be honest with you, uh, and I, I've said this to Drew, with for the first two weeks we were here in fall ball, I promise you, and no disrespect for, for Drew, because I knew who Drew was, but I kept telling my staff, which guy is Drew Porter? Okay, Because he just didn't stand out. Mm-hmm. But then after, and I'm talking before we started workouts, then we start workouts and he just kept doing things right on a daily basis he he did a lot of things right and he's going to be a good steady player we we've got a lot of young guys that are going to be good steady players when they get opportunities and that to me is what's exciting is that not only do we have some older guys that will continue to to get their time but we have younger guys that are growing into this program that i i believe are going to make uh, down the line going to make this program really strong because we have a foundation that's been built now 
The last thing I want to ask you about is, is Gabe Gonzalez, obviously the mammoth game with the two homers, but what this kid has had to go through, you know, in his first couple of years here to even get the opportunity. I mean, I think, that, to me, that's a Dave Serrano player because he could easily quit two years ago. He could have quit last year. He did not, and now he's paying dividends. Well, I, I, I'll say this, and I have no – I love all my guys. I love Gabe Gonzalez. He is the ultimate team guy. He's probably – one of the team favorites among all of our guys. He's one of our smarter baseball guys. Mm-hmm. And to the point that his nickname is Tito. Well, Tito in the big leagues is Albert Pujols. So, you know, not when Albert was in start and stardom with the Cardinals, but more when he was with the Dodgers. That roll guy off the bench that plays at certain times and everybody rallies. And he's, a, he's like a veteran. Our, he's a veteran on our team. He's a veteran. He's an older guy. And the thing that we respect so much about Gabe is he just takes quality at bats. I'm not even talking about the ball going, the ball's going over the fence. He he's gonna give you a good at bat every single time. He takes professional at bats, if I could say it right. Yeah. But he's he's Gabe has always been a fan of my, or I've always been a fan of Gabe's, and um, uh, he's well. I love as a coach to see a young man that's bided his time, that's getting an opportunity now and making the most of those opportunities. All right, last thing for you before we head out for the doubleheader. Two games today. How is the pitching going to break down? Do you have a strategy in place? Or is it just, hey, whoever can take us the furthest? Well, it's one game at a time, and Blake Sodderson will go game one. Uh, I know that for a fact. Ryan Wentz will go game two today. But I'll do everything I have to in the in the first game to win that first game. And, and I know it's a cliche, but it's one game at a time. It's one pitch at a time. So we'll do what we have to do. If we get to Sunday and, and we don't have much pitching less than left, then I'll, I'll, I'll do it like a scrimmage where I'll just script out who's going to pitch. But we have enough guys. We have enough guys. That's the, the luxury I feel I have is we're deeper this year with more quality. So um, to play two seven-inning games today, if we if Blake does what he does and, and Wentz does what he does, we'll be fine going into tomorrow. All right, Coach, thanks. Thank you. That's Dave Serrano back after this.